Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of AUSU Open Mic. Got a, a couple of guests with us today that are uh, uh, going to have a great conversation, and uh, we hope you love it. Uh, one of the goals of our AUSU Open Mic podcast is to create a student community here at AU. And uh, many students across AU come from very diverse backgrounds and have amazing stories about their AU journeys. Today, we are proud to shine a spotlight on one of those student stories. My name is Jody Campbell, and I'm your executive director here at AUSU. And uh, we've got a couple guests. Today, we have our president, Natasha Donahue. How are things going, Natasha? Going pretty good. Uh, you're busy these days. Yes, I am. Very busy. Well, I'm glad we were able to get you in on another podcast. Uh, it's been a little while since we've had you join us, so uh, always great to have you. You know, the intro sort of talks a little bit about student life, and, you know, you get the opportunity to meet AU students in your role as president uh, of AUSU. Um, from your perspective, why do you think it's important for us to highlight student life at AU, uh, in this case, on the podcast? Um, I think being an AU student is challenging because it seems like you're the only student or at least it seems like um, you're just completely disconnected from everybody else who's attending school at the same time. And um, that can be really lonely. It can be really isolating and it can make you feel like you're going through everything alone. And I think part of building a community is um, highlighting people's experiences and giving people a platform to talk about um, what their journey was like for them and what they're dealing with right now and um, just sort of trying to get their stories out there and, and make it a little bit more um, make make it a little bit uh, more robust community so people can yeah, yeah. experience yeah what students are going through and, and maybe relate a little bit to their their journey yeah we definitely hear that a lot don't we I mean you know you we connect with an AU student and uh, they're always surprised at how many other AU students are in their area or in their program or in a sim similar discipline. So uh, the fact that we can bring a, a few of those live stories to the podcast and talk about them is going to be great. Uh, and we're going to be talking a little bit about your journey as well, Natasha. So we also have a special guest with us today that has a great AU student story. Please welcome Jennifer Booley to the podcast. Hi, Jennifer. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good, good. And uh Jen, you're out at uh, Ontario, right? Yes, in Etobicoke. Well, to begin with, Jennifer, maybe just share with us a little bit about yourself and your background. Okay, great. So I've been working in human resources and career development since 2012. Um, I started off as a volunteer. I've done a lot of different volunteer gigs. Like I've worked in jails. I've worked with newcomers. I've worked with college students. Um, I ran my own business in career development, and I've also worked as a recruiter for different companies, and I've worked in post-secondary. Um, I am an AU graduate. I started off my studies at Mohawk College in Hamilton, Ontario, okay. a child and youth worker. Then I moved into social work, now, and then I ended up going to Athabasca um, for the Bachelor of HR and Labor Relations program, where I finished in 2012. And now I'm back again studying the university certificate in career development. And I've been doing that since 2018. Oh, wow. Well, congratulations. I mean, that, I mean, you think about that journey. You've actually come to AU a couple times. Yes, twice. So originally, uh, sort of when you think back on your academic career, what originally brought you to AU? What was appealing there? Um, the fact that I could do it on my own schedule. After three years in college, I enjoyed the college experience being in class, but it was the fact that I could work full-time, part-time, and have more control over my schedule. 
and the fact that it was also a university that my college had recommended. So, Okay, nice. And would you say that that would be the same story with the second uh, go-round that you had with coming back to AU as well? No, the second go-round, I was going to do a Master's of Counseling with a different university, um, but I decided against it, and I decided to do the university certificate. I had seen the university certificate like five, six years ago, um, and I really wanted to do it. And I went back and I thought, you know what, this certificate's more suited because I'm more of a career development professional. So that's why I came around the second time because I was familiar with it and I already knew what to expect. Just go ahead and do it. And the tuition costs are pretty good too. So, Absolutely. You know, we just had convocation here at AU. Uh, obviously, it was, it was virtual. It was very different. You know, we're, we've kind of had graduation on our mind for the last little while. Uh, Jennifer, when you go back to even the first time you graduated at AU, what was it, it, What was that experience like for you coming through a program, eventually into graduation, and then eventually going into that job search? So basically, it was, for me, the experience was kind of individual. There was really nobody around to celebrate, like, I got my bachelor degree and I took it to work and I showed everybody and they're like, Oh, that's great. There was <laughs> yeah. no, there was no celebration. Like at the time the graduation was only in uh, Alberta. So I couldn't just go to Alberta to do the graduation. So it was just kind of like a excitement for me that I had finished and graduated. Yeah. Yeah. And, absolutely. And I got a job right out the gate. Like I worked at Bell Canada during my Bell Mobility, sorry, during my um, undergrad when I was doing HR and labor relations and I got to do some HR projects. And then um, we ended up getting laid off. But I ended up going back to Bell and being a recruitment coordinator. Okay. So my goal when I started there was to eventually get into HR and I eventually achieved that goal. So as I was doing my degree, I was kind of doing career planning and interviewing at the same time. Because I was getting so close to the end of the degree, I was like, I might as well start looking for a job now. So I started looking for a job and my main focus was going to be to get a recruiter job to start out. And that's what I did. So. Very cool. Very cool. Um, Natasha, you know, you're obviously also close to completing your program and uh, having that celebration and convocating in 2021. Uh, what thoughts come to your mind when you think about your AU journey and coming to the finish line, so to speak? Oh goodness. It's been a really long journey. Um, I think I would do it again for sure, but I would be lying if I didn't say it was a challenge. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For, for me, I think um, like the program that I took a bachelor of science uh, was pretty challenging to do online and not to say that, you know, other programs aren't challenging, but there's a lot of um, hands-on aspects to a lot of the sciences, like laboratory uh, work and things like that. And obviously that's difficult to do in an online institution. So um, it's it's been a little bit hard to orient myself, I think, into that world. Um, so I, I did have to find some like supplemental opportunities so that I could network with uh, other scientists and things like that mm -hmm. um, in order to, yeah, maybe like get some kind of career prospects out of it because I wasn't already working in a science adjacent field. I was I was doing um, essentially like retail work and I had my own home business and a lot of business administration. So I kind of switched fields completely. Um, so, you know, AU doesn't really offer a lot of that networking opportunity and, and things like that. So I had to go out on my own and find that. So I think 
um, you know, AU gave me the tools to do that successfully. And uh, I, I wish that they would have been able to present me with some of those opportunities more easily. Um, but I yeah, think exactly. like my journey, yeah, I think my journey was really marked by, um, you know, a lot of hard work, a lot of uh, not realizing what I'd gotten myself into, uh, a lot of uh, realizing what I can do <laughs> and what I'm capable of. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was good. But it was, it's been really challenging. Um, I think that's what comes to my mind first when you ask me that. And maybe at the end of the day, that's probably what's going to make it even more rewarding is, you know, sort of crossing that finish line, knowing uh, sort of the adversity that you had to go through, eh? Yeah, 100%. I think, like, I can almost feel it already. And uh, I think that's really exciting and it's kind of driving me to finish. Well, and we can feel it for you as well. And we we definitely look forward mm-hmm. to seeing you at the finish line. It's uh, uh, It's been amazing having you part of our team for the last three years. And uh, no question uh, that you're going to have amazing things in your future. Just kind of randomly going off of what you just said there too, Natasha. I had the opportunity to have a practicum uh, as part of my education. I can't say enough about how rewarding that was and it really in the moment allowed me to integrate my learning into the work world eventually as i graduated that's where i eventually went to work natasha just coming to you quickly and then really when you think about work placements do you see more of those opportunities fitting into the au uh academic life and and obviously we i think we're already identifying that bringing in work placements or uh, practicums and some programs have them, some don't, but like how huge that would be for students to be able to have that type of work experience during their program, which in turn would hopefully lead to job market afterwards. I, yeah, I, I totally think so. I think like not every student is going to take up that opportunity. I think like 83% of our students are working full time, but that's, you know, not everybody who's working full time is working in the field that they want to be working in. Yeah. And uh, for me, yeah, for me, like my goal is to continue on in university and go into graduate studies. So I would have loved to have experience in a research setting. And um, I kind of that was what I sort of had to seek out on my own was to go and find connections in that world so that I could see that on my own. And um, I would have rather have done that through my university and to really um, work alongside the people who were helping educate me and to help produce like new knowledge. That's like what I ultimately want to do. Like yeah. I, just from my yeah, own yeah. perspective. I th- yeah, hundred percent. Jennifer, when you think about work placements or opportunities like that for students at AU, uh, what comes to your mind, especially with your career development background? Go out and find them. I found an uh, internship when I was finishing my degree. Um, I did that on top of working, um, and it was very flexible. Um, look up volunteer opportunities. And most of my experience I got from the get-go was volunteer, HR, career development-related type things. In Toronto, there's a lot of opportunities like that. But if you're not being offered a practicum within your program, go out and find one. Yeah, that's great advice. Uh, you know what? We're going to segue into flexibility because you just brought that up, Jennifer. Uh, one of the words that is used at AU a great deal is flexibility. Uh, yeah. Jen, what does AU flexibility mean to you? AU flexibility means to me, it means freedom. It means that I can, I can take a break from my studies when I want. I can study part-time when I want. I can study full-time when I want. Um, it just means that I can work the school around my life, especially with the 
program starting at the first of every month. It's just really convenient and it works really well with my personality type. Yeah, fantastic. Natasha, did you want to chime on that as well? Uh, you know, kind of just talking about flexibility and, and kind of built into your journey too? Yeah, for sure. For me, flexibility is about accessibility because um, I have learning differences that make it really challenging for me to um, do something on somebody else's schedule. I don't really work very well that way. Um, it would be for me, like, I think um, AU definitely has some things they could improve on in terms of accessibility. But I think that piece for me is the biggest one. It really has helped me to be successful um, because I'm able to do things at my own pace, like truly at my own pace and kind of figure it out and make it work. And I think like that is so valuable and it's gotten me to where I am today. I definitely would not be almost at the end of my degree without the flexibility that AU offers. So so for those of you that don't know, AUSU has a student advisory committee. Uh, it's been formed for a couple of years now. Um, Nat, you're the chair of that committee. Uh, can you share a little bit about what the role and sort of what that committee is all about? Yeah, for sure. The student advisory committee is it's a volunteer role and it's open to all our student members. We like to have representation on the committee from um, every single faculty at AU. So uh, we have one, at least one person from each faculty currently. Right, right. Uh, yeah. And we can also have members from all over Canada. It's just like our council. Um, we have a member in the Northwest Territories. We have members in Saskatchewan, Alberta, and Ontario, I believe, uh, for this coming term. And uh, the committee is func it functions as a way for us to get um, some really quick feedback on a variety of topics and uh, issues and things that are coming up in the AU community um, so that we can apply that information to our advocacy or to our uh, building our student community or to contests or, you know, on any number of things that require consultation or, or some level of feedback. And uh, it's also a really great way for folks to get a little bit of experience in student governance to see what it's all about, to get involved in the community, to help uh, bring their voice to the table and elevate their community's thoughts or their demographics thoughts. Um, and it's a, it's a nice way to sort of get oriented into how AU runs and um, what we can do to help improve the experience at Athabasca University for students as well. Yeah, uh, great job articulating that. Uh, that is literally exactly what the Student Advisory Committee is all about. And, um, you know, our, our ability has been enhanced by the formation of this committee, no question. Uh, or even just the ability to be able to get feedback quickly. You know, it's not like we have to go and find students to do this. We, we have this pool of students that are uh, sort of a... Uh, you know, a smattering of students across AU, and it's it's been fantastic over the last couple of years, uh, and some of the work that you've been doing with this committee. Uh, Jennifer, you actually are going into your third year on the committee. What attracted you to join up with the Student Advisory Committee? Um, for me, at first, it was just about doing something that was a little bit different, and hopefully being able to connect with other students. So basically what it was, it was I had always gone to view the AUSU website and then I was like, I wonder if there's a way I can get, can get involved. And then I saw the application. So I went ahead and I applied. Um, but the main thing that's kept me on is just getting to know our, giving our opinion on different things in the college and getting to see like face to face over the internet, different other classmates 
and just knowing it makes you feel less alone. Well, you've been doing a great job on the committee and all the members. Uh, it doesn't seem like whatever topic we throw at them, it seems like uh, we've we've always got a great pool of feedback that's been coming into the student union. Yeah. And so uh, you guys are doing some great work there. And uh, you, we're just about to kick off another term. So we get to hang out with you for another year or so. Mm -hmm. um, Jennifer, I want to tap into your expertise in career development and HR. And uh, as we wrap up the podcast, let's uh, maybe just, can you walk through some tips that you might have uh, that you can provide your fellow AU student when it comes to seeking employment after graduation? What comes to your mind? Um, yeah, so I've got like five just quick tips. Um, so the first thing that most people omit and they don't think is necessary is the cover letter. Um, when you're writing a cover letter, write it directly to the employer and make sure that you're addressing exactly what the problem is that they want you to solve. So they're hiring somebody because they've got an issue they need somebody to work on. So mm -hmm. make sure that you're able to explain to the employer what you're able to provide them with and give examples of what you've done. Um, so the cover letter is absolutely necessary in the job search. Love it. Um, and, and it also it's like it's also a chance for you to display your writing skills, which is really important too. Um, the one thing I learned specifically from Athabasca University is to network. When you're an AU student, you're alone um, unless you get involved in things. So join professional associations, um, youth platforms like 10,000 Coffees and LinkedIn and get to know people, like seek out people for informational interviews. So if you see a professional that's in a company in a role that you're interested in, reach out to them and say, hey, you know, my name is so-and-so. I was just wondering if I could have 10, 15 minutes of your time just to talk to you uh, in general about what your career path has been like. Some people won't reach and won't respond, but some people will get back to you about that. Um, and it can give you some insight and it's a good chance to get to, get to know people. Yeah, great idea. Um, um, another thing is set a goal of the type of position you would like to be in. So go on to job boards like Indeed um, and or even charityvillage.com is another really great one if you're looking for volunteer opportunities. But for example, you go on to Indeed, research the type of roles that you're interested in, see what's required in those roles, look at five or six different ones, see what's required, and then start building your skills through volunteering or through part-time work or through projects or through free, through freelancing um, to get those skills so that eventually in a couple of years, you can start applying to those jobs and you'll already have the skills. And finally, um, have a different resume for every single job you apply for. So if you have like a administrative background and you're interested in that, but you're also interested in finance, have a resume for finance and have a resume for um, administrative mm -hmm. and then tailor your resume for each employer based on that. So make sure that you have the skills to speak directly to the job posting. Um, so yeah, that would be some of my quick tips for students. Um, they may seem like very basic things, but a lot of the time the job search can stress you out and those are just little things that you might forget. So I love those. That's fantastic. I really appreciate you sharing those. And, you know, here we are coming out of convocation. Uh, a lot of students are going to be looking for an opportunity to gain employment. So the timeliness of this is fantastic. Uh, the one that stands out to me is definitely, definitely the cover letter. I know that uh, what can sometimes happen, especially with so much automation happening within our uh, job search, like whether it's through Indeed or uh, LinkedIn, uh, sometimes 
our resumes are just like an automatic, you know, kick out to whatever that opportunity or that posting might be. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you missed out, you miss out on that cover letter opportunity. Uh, One of the things that stands out to me, and and maybe I'll just get your thoughts on it is uh, we're, we're constantly trying to build some personality into our resume and not only be able to talk about our education, we want to talk about our job experience, maybe some things like hobbies or what have you. Um, but the cover letter is that opportunity, like you said, you know, to bring in some writing skills, uh, bring some personality, get, you know, allow them to get to know you a little bit. And sometimes that's lost, isn't it? Yeah, it can get lost in translation. So the cover letter is a chance. So you don't want to get extremely personal, but it's a chance to get a, add personality, we should say, to your, to your application. And you'd be surprised as a recruiter, most people just send the resume, send the resume, send the resume. Um, as a recruiter, I don't see cover letters as much anymore. When I do see a cover letter, I take the time to read it. So. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. When I'm in the, when I have the opportunity to hire. Um, you know what? That is fantastic. I really appreciate those thoughts on it. We just had convocation, uh, you know, obviously building student life into this podcast is a, is, a, is a big goal of ours in 21. And Jennifer, it's been absolutely fantastic getting to know you and Natasha as well, sort of learning about your story as you get closer to graduation and, and knowing what steps are going to be coming up. And obviously you're going to be working towards graduate studies. And so uh, it was fantastic having both of you on. And uh, thanks for joining us today, Jen. Thank you for having me. Um, my name is Jody Campbell. I'm the executive director here at AUSU. And uh, uh, big thanks to Natasha. Big thanks to Jennifer. Thanks for hanging out. And uh, we hope you enjoyed listening and uh, learned a little bit more about career development and, and uh, steps around job search. So thanks for, uh, thanks for everything, Jennifer. And everybody have a good one. Thank you. Bye.